Baptism doesn't make me a Christian. But on the other side of conversion, it, it speaks of what it is meant to speak of, the reality of conversion. So we just have to get baptism on the right side of our conversion. So what you're really wrestling with is whether you've ever been baptized or not. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Well, welcome again to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpot, and as always, we're glad you've joined us for this episode. Now, we would really love to hear from you. So if you would like to make an observation or ask us a question, just leave that in the comments section below this video. Now, remember, Straight Truth is a listener-supported podcast. And if you would like to learn how to help us produce this podcast, go to our website, straighttruth.net. Also on the website, you can find links to all of our social media channels like Facebook and Twitter. So be sure to subscribe to one of those and go to the podcast section of iTunes and leave us a review. Well, our next question is a listener question from Taylor. So let me read what they have uh, submitted. Uh, I'm not sure whether or not I was born again when I first professed faith in Christ. We get this sometimes mm -hmm. at our church and membership interviews. All the time. I was baptized as a child, however and uh, later left the church, had the Christian name, but then it wasn't until recently um, that, um, began, that this person began submitting to uh, God through his word, is what Taylor says. Uh, they say, I, I want to obey the command of baptism, but I don't know if, it's, if it was true the first time. I uh, also don't want to virtue signal by being baptized a second time, and don't want to necessarily rededicate their life, an older term uh, used yeah, here, yeah. Uh, because I, on, I only see a single time of baptism in Scripture and uh, that is after a profession of faith. So the question is, is should I be baptized again? Yeah, the question is, have you been baptized? Right, that's the core question. Yeah, because, because for baptism to be baptism, it follows conversion. So Taylor, what you have to, to wrestle with is, were you truly regenerate when you professed faith in Christ initially? Do you believe the Lord saved you then? And if you were baptized after being saved, then it was legitimate. And I mean, as long as it was legitimate in terms of its, you know, the church that performed it and the doctrine within which it was performed. If, if your conversion was genuine, it was baptism. If your conversion was not genuine, then you need to be baptized. I illustrate it sometimes when I'm talking to people with a wedding ring. I could put a wedding ring on before I'm married, but it doesn't make me married. Mm -hmm. The wedding ring only has its significance as it's intended to have when it's put on after you're married. And even now, if I take it off, it's not what makes me married. Mm -hmm. It signifies marriage. Mm -hmm. Baptism doesn't make me a Christian. But on the other side of conversion, it, it speaks of what it is meant to speak of, the reality of conversion. So we just have to get baptism on the right side of our conversion. So what you're really wrestling with is whether you've ever been baptized or not. Mm -hmm. I, I have my, my story involves that. I, I, I professed faith in Christ when I was seven years old. I was baptized. I had a good old-fashioned Baptist evangel, you know, evangelism mm -hmm. meeting, um, revival meeting. Mm -hmm. I was not truly regenerated. I was not converted. I know that now. I didn't know it then. Held on to that as my profession of faith until I was about 16 years of age when I heard the gospel for the first time in a way that was effectual in nature. I'd mm -hmm. heard the gospel many times, but now my eyes were open, my ears were open, my heart was open. I was troubled. I was convicted. I still remember what I said to the Lord in that moment. I don't know whether I'm saved or not, but I know now what it means to follow your son. Mm. 
And if I am not, would you save me? Mm. So it wasn't a classic sinner's prayer or anything. And then I struggled, Josh, from about 16 to about 19, 20 years of age with baptism. Mm -hmm. I struggled with, was this a, quote, rededication mm -hmm. or, or was I converted? And the more I learned from Scripture about what follows genuine salvation, what became plain to me is that none of the evidences of life were present really from 7 to 16. Mm -hmm. it was, when did my life change? When did I find love for the Scriptures, love for the Son of God, love for the church? When did I desire worship? When, when was my sense of morality more than just a conscience issue? Now I want to obey Scripture. All of that followed what I met with when I was 16 years old. And so as a youth pastor, I was a youth pastor at the time, as a youth pastor in a, in a local church, I submitted to believer's baptism. Hmm. I, I was baptized. At one point, I remember thinking clearly, why does this continue to nag at me? Hmm. Why does it Because I would try to dismiss it. Mm -hmm. Why does this continue to nag at me? Because the more I learned about what biblical salvation is and what it looks like, it just was more and more plain to me. I had never really been baptized because mm -hmm. I was never really converted. So I think that's what Taylor's going to have to wrestle with. Mm -hmm. uh, have I been saved or not? Or was I saved or not when I was first baptized? Yeah. I think also what Taylor mentions here also is Reformed theology. That there was this sort of awakening to the things of God after learning about Reformed theology. And we've seen this often at our church yeah. because we are a Reformed Baptist church, as it were. And, uh, and, we, and people often, when they discover the doctrines of grace, which this happened to me too, you feel like you're going through a second conversion. There's this awakening to, there's something about God and His nature and His plan for the world that I never was taught or nor knew previously. Mm. And I wonder if you can maybe speak to that because that happens often too. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily indicate that somebody is a non-believer before. Of course not. No, no, no. That's exactly right. That's a great point you raised. Yeah, I mean, when we discover some area of doctrine that we were ignorant of, it's like a second conversion in some cases, especially that doctrine. Yeah. Because now we come to know our God in a way we didn't know Him before. But that doesn't mean we didn't know Him. Mm -hmm. it, just, it just means we, we vastly underestimated who He is. Yeah. And now our, you know, that, that vision has been unveiled to us, and it's just wonderful. But it doesn't mean we weren't saved. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. Understand that salvation is by grace alone, by faith alone, in Christ alone. Mm -hmm. When the gospel comes to me and I see myself as a sinner in need of the grace of God, cannot save myself, I understand that, that Jesus is the all-sufficient Savior so that I want Him and desire Him and I turn to Him in faith, trusting His merits for a mm -hmm. right standing with God, trusting His death for the forgiveness of my sins, His righteousness for acceptance with God. At that moment that I believe, I'm saved. And just because I didn't know at that time that all of this was a sovereign work of God doesn't make it any less real. Hmm. What I came to, to know in the doctrines of grace was a better understanding of what had already happened in my life. It wasn't the beginning of what happened. It was an explanation of what happened. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean I wasn't saved previously. So going back to Taylor, what's the uh, final point of advice? Is it to uh, wait and examine or is it... Uh, it, it, go ahead and get baptized. It won't hurt anything. What, yeah. what, what do you actually counsel? I, I wouldn't put it quite like that, but I would sure. say, you know, Taylor, if it continues to nag at you, <clears throat> there's probably a reason. Okay. And if somehow eternity reveals that you're mistaken, that you were actually converted at the younger age, but you followed through with baptism now because you wanted to be certain that you honor the Lord in this area, you will not have sinned. Mm -hmm. 
It, it is not a sin uh, to want to honor God in a baptism that has understanding. So there's no doubt that if you're baptized today, you know what you're doing and why. Mm. And that's a God-honoring action. So I think the way I would approach it is if I desire to be baptized, I would say, you know, I'm not certain of whether I was converted at that young age or not, but I'm, I'm certain that I know Jesus today. And I want to I wanna own that. I want to confess that to his church through the waters of baptism. So that's the advice I would give. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, if you have a question or you would like to contribute to the discussion on this topic, leave that in the comments section below this video. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.